What's again. up, bro? Hello? Hello? Yeah, we, we ended that podcast kind of abruptly. It's fine. You're welcome. <laughs> so we're 40 minutes in. It's plenty fine. No yeah. big deal. No, the 40 minutes is a great podcast. Like, they were getting sick of us talking about Mugen SIs and freaking Lambo doors anyway, man. Now, now Are we, we recording this podcast? Yeah, I would think we're recording now. Oh, yeah, we, oh, yeah. we never stopped. Uh, sorry, I've, I've had too much barrel strength booze. <laughs> you talk amongst yourselves for a minute. I'm going to get something to drink. Yeah. yeah What's that's up, why Adam? I wanted to ex- I wanted to pause so I could refill my alcohol. But oh well, that's what we're gonna do. Well, um, you can, you can when he when Abe comes back, you can go. No, it's fine. I, don't, I actually shouldn't drink anymore. I've had a few drinks tonight, so it's good. Uh, I just how's uh, my first how, one? Yeah, what do you got? The you got the Willets? <laughs> <laughs> Not the Willets. I got the Weller. Willet Willers. <laughs> I actually just won a bottle of Willet in a raffle. It comes in the mail tomorrow. Yeah, how does I I saw you post something about that in the in one of the group chats. How does that work with a raffle? So you're like not supposed just, to you just win it. You won it. Yeah. Well, they they like they do like ten spots, um, and then you buy a spot, and then it goes off the Illinois Fireball. So whatever the Fireball hits, whoever gets, has oh, okay. that win, and you can buy as many spots as you want. Right. Uh, so, so buying the spot means you get the booze, not the opportunity to buy the booze. You get the booze. Yeah, I mean, you could buy the booze if you buy all the spots, but then okay. you might as well just bought the bottle from somebody. Yeah, that makes sense. Well, that's kind of yep. fun. Where do you find stuff like that? Um, you have to get invited by someone who's already a part of it. Oh, because okay. Facebook, so, Facebook doesn't play nice with people doing that. So Yeah, it sounds like some sketchy illegal Texas shit. Slightly sketchy, but not Texas <laughs> shit. United States shit for sure. Yeah, yeah. How's uh, how's your wife doing with quarantine? Is she? I'm I'm picturing I'm picturing her like, um, like uh, self care has has disappeared, and now she's just like sitting in a rocking chair, like back and forth, like uh, just just mumbling to herself at this point. <laughs> she's. She's past that point. Um, <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> so la- last night we were watching a movie and she just got underneath the coffee table. Are you serious? Yeah, I don't know why. Sh- should we be worried about this? <laughs> like I said, I think we have two more weeks left in us, and then after that, I'm gonna have to start looking at. Uh, might have to start <laughs> looking at facilities. <laughs> yeah, it's time for uh, time to send her. Uh, time to send her to some professional help. Baker act that girl, huh? She she had some. Uh, she did get her unemployment check this week, so that's pretty sweet. Oh, nice. So she so she earned some money. That's good. Yeah, and yeah. um, she, she has some new. She's has some calls from some other dentist offices. You know that are like ready to interview her as soon as it starts back up. Okay, so everything uh, opens again. Her old office isn't like just gonna rehire right away, or she doesn't want to work from anywhere any anymore. She's pissed that they fired her. So, oh, okay, interesting. So, I mean, they probably are gonna try to hire her back, but she was kind of right. overworking at that place anyway. Um, whenever she started there, it was privately owned, and then the the owning dentist sold to a corporation dentist uh, uh, conglomerate yeah. deal, and then things have been getting worse there since then. So, 
she wants to go work for another private practice. Makes sense. Makes sense. Uh, yeah. How are you? How are you doing with uh, with work? You got plenty of stuff coming in, or uh, just a little light. Just kind of riding at about seventy percent capacity. You know. Okay. So yeah, about the same as a couple weeks ago. Paychecks are a little light, but I'm also not doing anything, so it really kind of is like normal. Even so, yeah, yeah. Bal- balances yeah. I'm out. Back and with cr- bourbon. What'd you What's get? That? What'd you pour? I have. Uh, you you might scoff at this, but I am a, a big fan of the old Granddad 114. I haven't had it yet, but I, you know I got no qualms with any anything 114 proof. It's. Uh, I'm told it's the same mash bill as uh, the Basil Hayden, um, but it's a little bit stronger and it's a little bit lovely. I, w- I was telling Adam while you were gone, I won a uh, a Willet single barrel family estate six year in a raffle. It comes in the mail tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, that's pretty rare. Yeah, hell yeah, it is like a 250 bottle on the secondary. <laughs> That's uh that's an expensive bottle of booze, man. But, they don't um, they don't sell for that much. Like if you can find them at a liquor store, but you can just never find them. They're like a hundred dollars at the store. Right. I I was telling Abe last show uh, that uh, uh, my my billionaire neighbor down the street uh, he he poured me a giant glass of scotch like uh, five hours ago. Six hours ago, and uh, and so that was enough for a while. But I walked over to my dad's uh, to wish him happy birthday with Emma. And Emma basically like walked <laughs> up to the window and like yelled happy birthday because it's his birthday tomorrow. Uh, and then he handed me a bottle of something that he just took out of a or somebody that lives uh, near him and makes his own booze just took out of uh, a barrel. And uh, man, it's the best I've ever had in my life. That's legit. <laughs> it's so good, dude. It's a uh, it's a weeded. It would be, a, I think it's a weeded bourbon. I, I don't really quite know the difference between bourbon and whiskey. I know I know some whiskeys are bourbons, but not all bourbons are whiskeys, or is the other way around. I don't know. Uh, but man, it was. Uh, it's the best. Uh, it might be the best thing I've ever had, uh, and I just finished it, and I'm sad. I should have drank slower. But um, yeah, two two years in a in a ten gallon oak barrel, uh, and man, it was a. It's it, he's been playing with blends for five six years or i mean the person who definitely doesn't illegally make booze in uh, his general vicinity uh has been playing with uh blends and recipes for a few years and he also just started this person also just started making gin uh and it is phenomenal <laughs> so yeah it's a party yeah, over there's, here, man. there's a couple <laughs> rules on like what makes bourbon bourbon i think it's it's new. It's charred new oak barrels that has to go in. Can't go in used right. barrels. And then I think it's two. It has to be two years. I think age two years minimum. And the blend. The blend has to be greater than fifty one percent corn. That too. Yeah. yeah so I, th- I know that we're not a current events show, but there were a couple of things, a couple YouTube videos I wanted to ask you if you had seen. Okay. Um. One. Did you see that uh, Lexus LFA dyno video that's been on the internet the last few days? Yes. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> Did you see the uh, the Donut Media LFA like uh, like walkthrough thing? No, I didn't. Dude, it's really good. Got some great exhaust notes. Holy shit, that car is rad. I didn't know anything about that car. Uh, and the other thing that I watched tonight um, that I just like stumbled on, uh, I, I try to watch regular car reviews when I can. 
And he released an episode on the 1989 VW Westphalia with like some mega, mega high quality production value. And uh, (laughs) it's like, it's really good. I mean, it's really, really good. Is that a water cooled one or are those air cooled stuff? Air, uh, well, no, it's it's a it's an air it's a water cooled motor. Right. But he said yeah, it thought, was garbage. Was no, they're terrible. They're terrible cars, they're, but they're also awesome cars. But like this this particular episode was, I guess, just like different. It was it was really good, and I enjoyed watching it. Yeah. I, he, uh, regular car reviews is kind of rad. I've only probably seen five or six of them, but I don't have a lot of time for YouTube, but I seem to be having more and more time for YouTube lately. <laughs> uh, I only worked 40 hours last week. It was like the the smallest week I've ever had. There you go. Uh, it's kind of nice. I'm I'm not going to lie. I'm sort of into it. <laughs> My favorite, I've been wasting time on YouTube watching all of the NASCAR radioactive. They're like, Six minute recaps of the races, and they they put in the like they show race clips, and then they put in the radio commentary, and it's it's kind of really rad. quite entertaining. Um, my favorite is like whenever the drivers are telling the crew chiefs how much of a piece of shit the car is. It's my favorite part. <laughs> um, do do they YouTube. feature any drivers like saying the n word or anything like that? <laughs> uh, no, that only happens on iRacing. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> Lots Given of, the lo- circumstance, words, I think it happens no, no racial other times, and it just happened to be caught on iRacing. Oh, so silly. Ugh. I don't think that's just a thing that you slip into by accident. No, I think you're used to saying that. <laughs> I, I, I can't even get into that conversation. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, so, uh, yeah, happy, we don't need to talk happy, about that. But Happy thoughts. I'm very yeah. excited, no, I, though, that the, the, new, the new NASCAR is uh delayed now not gonna come out next year is it delayed a whole year so they can just use this year's cars or what yeah so they're supposed to come out with the next gen nascar for 2021 season and now they're saying 2022 because of the the rona come same same was true with formula one right i don't know i don't follow that racing only only real racing it it does make some sense to like uh do it for you're so dumb these teams Dale, are going to be like hurting too, so like yeah, save some of the development dollars and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, it makes but. sense. Makes me sad though. A new car looks so cool. It does look cool. It's got some cool features. I mean, IRS and sequential and all kinds of rad stuff. Big like, wheels, so big brakes. Like they're going to rip on road courses, you know? Yeah, they are. They're they're going to be like they're going to be in wild tube frame Trans Am cars. So it's going to be neat. Sweet. Uh, the uh, the thing that I've been watching recently on youtube that's not at all related to cars is a channel called finnish carpentry tv and okay. it's it's just a guy in texas that does like high-end finishing work on you know your your trim pieces and windows and stuff yeah yeah and yeah. like i am not a carpenter just like i am not a mechanic but for some reason i just really want my house to like have all of those finer touches you sound uh, super I, old I am right a- now abe uh, I am a carpenter, and like I don't give a crap about any of that stuff anymore. <laughs> so, 
but I can appreciate the dudes who like enjoy it as also like a hobby and want to do it. Well, I mean, they, they always say yeah. that mechanics have the most broken cars and plumbers have the most broken toilets. Yeah, the guys who make houses, they're, they're guys who make like shoes. Their ch- their children don't have shoes and stuff like that. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, like uh, I watched I watched him put together uh, a coffered ceiling to go into like uh, an entryway, and I was like, Yeah, man, that looks dope. Yeah. No, some of that stuff is really cool. Uh, you know what's I, cooler than that channel? What's the, that? The one where the hydraulic press guy just crushes things. That that is a cool channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, like high end carpentry. I've done like a bunch of like really really labor intensive like high end like trim work and uh, stuff that's like not painted and uh, and so it's got to be perfect. And like I just I just don't I don't enjoy it anymore. I don't enjoy anything about my my day job anymore except for the fact that like I actually don't mind doing it, but like I don't have any passion for it at the moment. Um, my new favorite thing is to build high-end sneeze guards for hotels because it's a great, it's a great gig and I'm doing it tomorrow and I did it last week. <laughs> it's a really good gig. Uh, so that's my new jam right now. And I really do enjoy glass shower enclosures and stuff like that. I like working with glass. I'm kind of getting sick of wood. I've been doing it for too long. Like I'm, I'm approaching 25 years as a carpenter. And I'm kind of I mean, sick of it. You know what I think you should do is I think you should put some doors in your windows. Mm, it's true. I could do that. I actually, I do have a speakeasy door at the shop. Uh, you know, like a, a door with like the little, the little door in the door. Uh, I have one at the shop and it's going into a customer's house. So a door in the door. Yeah. It's got a door in you the door. Put one of those on the RV. It's like yeah, a full, speak, full home door. Speakeasy doors are kind of dope. I should put a speakeasy in my RV door. <laughs> Somebody knocks uh, on it. You like slap. What's the password? <laughs> Speaking of, did you vent your uh, did you vent your your fuel tank yet, or does it still feel like a shitty pile of crap? No, I've been I've been uh, I've been we're still on like the wants and not the needs list for the RV uh, or the needs and not the wants list for the RV uh, fixing the I I haven't looked at the RV in a week and a half. I just haven't had the motivation. Like, it's just hard to like I haven't looked at the RV since November. Well, <laughs> it's a long time. I don't have an RV. No, you're going to have one soon, baby. You want to just got to keep that keep that income coming. I'll sell you one. <laughs> I no, I like at the moment, I'm I'm not like cursing myself for having bought it, but it's just like, damn! I just bought this RV, and now we're not even doing any events. Sucks. Well, it it is we'll it has been winter time for five months. Hey, it's one, been winter. One time. thing is that whenever we do get to do an event again, you can really afford to drive the thing anywhere. It's true. Gas will be like eighteen cents. Super cheap. I filled up the Civic um, today for nine dollars. <laughs> It was a dollar. It was a dollar twenty twenty six a gallon. Nine dollars. Nine dollars isn't even a real sum of money. (laughs) (laughs) You spend more on a burrito at Chipotle. You do. You spend like nine ninety nine. I've been having the problem where I, I mean, I've filled up all my cars with gas, but every time I go past a gas station, I want to pull in and get gas, even though it's like three quarters of tank. It's like I That's can't how you get the Rona, dude. You get that. You you touch all those dirty gas pumps with those Rona people touching. Nah, the cough all over. Gas station I went to today had hand sanitize, sanitizer bro. right on, like right next to it. It was amazing. That's that's kind of smart. That's smart. But, um, what, uh, Derek? What have you been doing for coronavirus self protection? Anything in particular? Uh, bourbon. 
<laughs> my, my, da- my dad has this running joke, and it's his favorite joke right now. And he's like, hey, did you hear about that hydrochloroquine stuff? And I was like, yeah. Uh, and he's like, you ever seen what's in tonic water? And I was like, what? And he's like, quinine? Want to wanna gin and tonic? <laughs> and I'm like, dad, it's 3.30. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. But, it's but like, also, yes. But it's medicine. <laughs> So basically, I've been drinking with my dad at three thirty every day. So. It's strange times. I don't well, know if I yeah, said this on, the, on the last podcast, but the other the other day, Alex was like, um, "Derek, I don't I don't think I've ever taken a nap since we've been married." But I took a nap today because it was like one or two o'clock, and I didn't have anything to do. And I figured if I took a nap when I woke up, it would be appropriate to start drinking. So that's what I did. that's great logic that really is good logic right i won't start drinking until five every day but it was two or three and i needed a nap (laughs) yeah tell you gotta pass the time somehow man i feel bad for uh like for people that are used to like like alex like she's used to like going out there and like earning that money and the day goes by fast and uh and the day just doesn't go by fast anymore. And that sucks. It's uh, I'm sure there's like, you know, hundreds of people listening who are like stuck in the same position yeah. or they're I at mean, or they're working from home and like pretending to make a living I think or worst, actually working from home and hanging out with their kid. And it's way harder. And like it just it's a suck time, like one way or the yeah, other. For everybody. We can't complain too much. I mean, yeah. she doesn't like sitting at home and I would much rather right, it be me right. because I have a chill mode. And I can just chill all day, no problem. But right. the people who I really are feeling for is like all our people who own motorsport businesses and all our waiters and, you know. Yeah. Like, can you imagine bar, like your, your entire living gets sucked away? Like, uh, yeah. right now I'm up against like a, a lot of stressful conversations with Chris about grid life, but like we're going to figure out a way to make it happen. Um, grid life's just going to probably have to be a business that has debt, you know, like we'll figure it out. Um, but uh yeah there's a lot of businesses that like they're going to be backed into a wall way harder than uh than than any of us are right yeah. now so and i know like they've got some stimulus checks rolling out and stuff like that so if your income isn't affected from this and you have that extra money coming in and you want to blow it with some motorsport buddies and small businesses i would recommend you do that yeah. So yeah. I uh, I don't get I don't get political on the show, but I did see something that kind of made me sad, and I, I would have to verify this, but I did see that the uh, the administration did authorize uh, banks to use uh, an individual's stimulus money to pay down back debts, which kind of sucks. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of sucky, <laughs> but but it makes sense. Uh, the whole thing kind of blows. For that for sucks. which state though? The 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 federal government right. authorized mm-hmm. banks to uh, uh, just take take that stimulus money and use it to pay down debt. Like if someone is negative was in their delin- checking account? delinquent on a something. Mm. Yeah, or if somebody had like a judgment against them or something. I assume or yeah, yeah. It's, it just sucks, man. If you're so poor, you're delinquent on stuff. It probably like. Taking that money doesn't, uh, that's not helping anything. No, that yeah, might be know. like the money that buys the burritos. <laughs> you buy burritos, I, man. Yeah, word. Uh, yeah. 
Uh, I I have a dude that uh, that buys a lot of garage door parts from us, and he's also like a really good HVAC repairman. He's worked on my house. He's and I, and he does a lot of general like just random repair work, right? Like he's a really good like handyman, but he's he specializes in like heating, cooling, stuff like that. Um, but uh, he's got macular degeneration. His eye his eyesight's gonna go in a few years. Uh, he's been struggling to like keep business afloat, but he's like. You know he's he's doing okay, but uh, uh, like he's uh, he's out there like just trying to literally pay his mortgage and eat, and there's and he's like doing better than most people. Like he doesn't have any debt or anything, but this dude is like hustling sixty, seventy hours a week, looking out of one eye, like just hustling, trying to make money to eat food, and. Uh, yeah, there's a lot of people that are in way worse shape than less. Like freaking, yeah, it sucks. Like this all sucks, and it highlights to me how much uh, it can suck to be a human, <laughs> and that sucks too. <laughs> it makes me not want to participate, but I don't have a lot of choice. You know what I mean? Like you can't opt out of uh, of civilization. You know? Well, I guess I mean, you, you can. can. <laughs> you have a motorhome. <laughs> well, no, I mean, but I still am stuck like in a country. There's no like. There's no like. Uh, there's no place you can drive to where you don't have a government or a society. There's always a society somewhere. They just might not be able to see you through the trees, you know. Well, I was thinking uh, about it. If like if something happened and I lost my job or something like that, we could uh, we seriously could just load up the motorhome and drive up to my dad's place and hook up the, uh, you know, hook up the water line and uh, fill the propane every once in a while and live in a motorhome for a year. Like, no, that wouldn't could it happen? Act- yeah, like sell your house, like take that equity, like do some stuff with it, pay off some debts, whatever. But like, yeah, like I've thought like I could short sale my house and have a lot of money and have enough money to like live for four years. Yeah. Five, five years, whatever, like like and just just exist and like drive around and experience life. And it's really tempting. Like it's super freaking tempting. But, I couldn't uh, do that. I think you should do that and move to Texas. I could. I mean, I the the biggest problem is my wife like likes her job. Like, like what kind of people like their jobs? Is, is uh, there really people find like a new that? One she likes. Well, but maybe not. Although, actually, so the first couple of weeks of uh, of teaching from home, uh, she teaches fourth grade, and she's she's done it for like fifteen years. She's super passionate about it. She tries way harder than anybody I've ever seen. Um. She's kind of a badass, and she the first couple of weeks were super frustrating for her because she's figuring out new technology. Even though they have they have like practice with this technology, she's trying to like make it better and like utilize all the functions and make it like optimal for the students and and like but also like low barrier of entry and like easy to use. And she like literally has in our office she has a green screen behind her, uh, like taped to the wall. Like she's bought a ton of stuff. But she had like a super frustrating week, and but then it also she seems to be starting to enjoy it. So I'm thinking like, man, we could have a green screen in the RV. <laughs> yeah, that and would could be just, sweet. You could just get like a couple of like uh, hotspots, and maybe we can live somewhere else. But uh, but yeah, probably not. Yeah. I'm waiting. She, I'm waiting on them to green light like me to be able to do telehealth like. FaceTime speech therapy. They haven't yet though. Yeah. What's the what's the hurdle? What's the hurdle with that? Uh, Medicare hasn't agreed to pay for it yet. 
Oh, okay. Yeah, it's yeah. literally a money issue. Yeah. Because it seems issue. like you could do most of what you do with, with like face to face on a video. Call. I mean, right. I can do it under my license, but you know, it's it's everything's dictated on what Medicare will pay for. You know. Yeah, it makes sense. But, uh, Derek, you worked in a race car. Since we are on a car podcast, and we're like uh, an hour, half an hour into this one, let's talk about race cars. <laughs> yeah. So the NC Miata is on the ground. I got a new radiator in it. And I got that, it. That and big fat boy. Leak. Yeah, big old triple pass, triple pass, shiny boy. I was really a, surprised. Any, that I, any issues putting it in with the AC and stuff or no? No, no. The, the internet said I had to loose my AC lines, but I got it all out without having to do any of that. Um, nice. I took the bumper off and a uh, bunch of crap out of the way so I could get to everything and not have to recharge the AC. But I took it out as kind of... It it's in there slanted forward, you know, like a Corvette, and the AC, uh, what's the piece that looks like a radiator? I don't know AC parts. Con- condenser. The condenser is bolted to the radiator, and it's all one piece, right. and the fan is bolted to the back of the radiator. So first you gotta wiggle the fan out, and then you gotta unbolt it from the AC condenser, and then it'll, it comes out. You pull it out the bottom. Right. And then. The the I'm surprised that the thing kept cool at all with how dinky that factory radiator is. Is it super thin, like half inch thick stuff? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, probably. Yeah, half so, inch thick. some of these some of these factory radiators are literally half an inch thick. They're so yeah. tiny. I mean, it wasn't much thicker than the AC condenser. It seemed like, and it yeah. was real light, yeah. like maybe a pound. And this one yeah. I put in is probably six or seven pounds. It's beefy. It's all polished, yeah. pretty. Um. Well, that's I, good. I hopefully, it. hopefully, it stays nice and cool. You put the yeah. vents on too. Yep, so. yep, yep. It's it should be good. I talked about it on the lab po- last podcast pulling my thermostat out, but I looked at it and I was like, eh, I'm too lazy. <laughs> I don't feel like taking throttle body off, so I'm gonna run it with a thermostat first and <laughs> see how good it does. I might pull it. I'm sure it'll to, be. But. I'm sure it'll be better than it was. You you weren't yeah. like getting super hot, but no. I mean, I let it idle too because before, um, it would idle up past 190 just idling you know with the fans on but with this bigger radiator and the the hood vents now the right just the radiator fan you know just bellows hot air out the hood so i now if you can just let it idle and as long as the ac's on so that fan stays on full blast um yeah it, it won't even hit 190 it'll just sit at like 187 186 Dude, extractor vents uh vents on the back of the hood do a lot man they do right behind the radiator yeah. Uh, it's crazy. I can't believe how cold my car wants to stay. Like, it's crazy. I mean, especially on this car because the radiator is, you know, it's it's laid forward. So, right. you know, it, it, hits the, it hits the radiator, the air hits the radiator at an angle, and then the hood vents. And that's a long hood, it. too. Like, it's a long way away from an escape place for that air, you know? Right. Yeah. Especially at speed, you're going to want to get that high pressure out, and I would imagine the... The air flowing over the front of the hood, like that air will keep moving, so that air can go somewhere. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's got and, and the you know the radiators at the very front and the hood vents are at the front, so yeah, it does have a lot yeah. of room past that. Supposedly, some of that stuff is known to to make a few pounds of downforce on the front of the car too, because you're, you're yeah, that's what they you're say taking away some of that. So we'll see. Um, can't you can't ever have too much front downforce? So 
when I was on uh, an SCCA rules committee, uh, that was the big reason they did not want to add hood vents. Was like that's a it's a giant increase in downforce. We can't add hood vents, and I was like, well, man, it's stupid because it's basically a free modification. <laughs> yeah, man. I mean, yeah. hood vents are so easy to do, and yeah, the cars I mean, can stay colder and not 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 coolant the track down. You know, like yeah. So uh, so their their thought is is. We can't add hood vents because that's too expensive, and they'll get an advantage. But instead, you got to spend all this money on a radiator and all this crap just to get them. And, and like some of the dominant cars in some of those classes had hood vents from the factory. Uh, so when I was still on the committee, we did actually like shoehorn that through, where we basically measured the square inches of an Evo radiator or Evo like vent uh, and an Elise vent, and like we like kind of found the maximum. Uh, the maximum size we wanted to allow. I think that's still a rule in the ST classes, but um, yeah. Know. So it took it took a. Lo- I mean, we're talking like s- s- as much conversation about hood vents as Abe and I put into one of the time attack classes uh, in a year. We talked about hood vents, so it was a big job. <laughs> so. Hey, I I was I was talking to our favorite uh, tire salesperson recently. Oh, yeah. Brad Ryan. And uh, I was thinking about something in rules that stands out that doesn't make sense to me at the moment. Man, so don't this is talk some- about it on the podcast. <laughs> oh, no. Let it rip, Abe. Come on. We got to have some content for our fans. There's nothing to do. <laughs> no, this, yeah. this is just an idea for 2021. So right. uh, at the moment, uh, street class is dominated by V6 cars and those classic uh, four-cylinder turbo boost buggy rally cars that uh, everybody knows and loves. Right. Um, more recently, there are cars like the Civic Si, which are uh, fun to drive on track, can mm-hmm. be decently quick, uh, relatively inexpensive, uh, that literally have no good outlet to compete in the series. Because in the street class where their cars might naturally fit, they are underdog by probably 60 or 70 horsepower because of the, the, the boost limitations. So okay. I was pondering a, a rule for 2021 that would allow vehicles under like 1.6 liters to do some kind of aftermarket forced induction just to level the playing field. That's an interesting idea. I kind of like that idea, actually. I, I say we do uh, GLTC time attack. We let them run our rules so they can really <laughs> compete fairly. Not every Derek, not everybody wants a GLTC car, believe it or not. Yeah, I bet a lot of these low horsepower guards would like to time attack together without cages. Man, you, but have you, rules. The, dude, have you seen the rules. size? Have you seen the size of our time attack fields? Like, we can't just dismiss them because GLTC also exists. <laughs> <laughs> well yeah you're right we can't we don't really have more room for more people i get a lot yeah. of people that a lot because it's nothing but um you know there's no no time attack in texas and so i get a lot of people that that message me that you guys don't know that are like right. i would love to come run grid life but i got my corvette you know i got my c5 corvette with nowhere to run it because it's set up for hoosiers and it's set up with 400 horsepower and you know i got no interest in there's nowhere for it to fit you know the only place right, it fits, right. you know, we already done pulled the, the carpet out of it and all that, you know, and then they'd have yep. to buy new wheels and tires too. 
Yeah, some of the the TT classes historically have made like they they've made like wheel to wheel race cars without full cages, and like that's just yeah. kind of how some of the some of the national TT classes have been. Like they're just and then you know once yeah. you once you start running Hoosiers, then you don't really want to go back either. No, well, I kind of like I kind of like the non Hoosier route also, and I've ran a, I've ran a lot more Hoosiers than you have, but uh, that's only because uh, yeah, I got I've ran uh, more new sets than you. I guarantee. It. How many new yeah, sets you have? Have you ever run a new set? Mm, <laughs> He's got uh, one. I do have a new set. I think I think on my I think I'm on my fifth set of new tires, new Hoosiers. So. Okay. Yeah, I've killed a lot <laughs> of Hoosiers, but uh I think I'm most of the Hoosiers that I use, I'm like uh uh what's the you know like in the medieval times when you got led to uh to execution, like there was that last guy that he chopped your head off? Like that's my I'm that guy for all the Hoosiers. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get all the fun parts and like all the good yeah. life of these people. I just got to chop their head off and throw them in the garbage. <laughs> so. uh, uh, yeah. But I mean, so. the, I mean, the whole point is just it, it's hard to, of course, and like there's no reason for to make more room because the time attacks are already full. But I'm just saying, I, you know, I hear a lot of that that you guys might not hear, or you might hear too. I don't know. Uh, we actually get a lot of just like stupid little inquiry. Like most of our inquiry seems to be, and Abe might get more, more specialized stuff than I do, but like most of the inquiry is, uh, uh, can I use this engine with this turbo? Because they both came factory and blah. And it's like minutia <laughs> kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but, or it's, uh, it's somebody like Alex Moss, like trying to rip the cover off the rule book and throw it away legally. <laughs> But yeah, and we love him for it. Yeah, no, it's uh, somebody's got to somebody got to tr- try to push all the buttons, right? I'm, but I'm, I, I was thinking about especially especially that Honda Civic SI motor. Uh, I mean, we were talking to Brian turbo. from Hasport like last year at Honda meet. It was his expectation that that was going to be the new K24. Like it was well, yeah, going to yeah. go into everything. Yeah, they're selling they're selling uh, you know hundreds hundreds of thousands of them. And like every every Tom, Dick, and Harry crashes it into freaking curbs, and the car goes to the junkyard. You know, like there's going to be a gajillion of them out there, and and they've lived a pedestrian life. You know, so I was thinking maybe like stock frame option or something like that would work, where it would just like, especially in street class, I don't think that many, if any, of the cars are above 300 wheel, and if they are, it's only by a little, and like the SI with a a stock frame turbo upgrade certainly isn't going to get over 300, but yeah, it might but get crazy. closer. Right. Yeah. No, they're, they're, and they're potent little cars too, but they're also like economical to run and you can drive them to work every day. And uh, they said yeah, they, they're supposed to have a turbo BRZ coming or supercharger. Yeah. That's coming. what I heard that. I heard that like six months ago. Do you, have you seen anything recently about that or no? Mm, I keep hearing about it, that it's a thing. I, um, that's all that, yeah. just that it's happening. Kobe Shield texted me today and said that uh, – let me find my, my text messages. Um, the new CT5V Blackwing is going to be 650 horsepower and a manual gearbox, and it looks sick. Is that a four-door? Yeah. That's too much car, man. How can you sell that to people? <laughs> I don't know. 
but so it's cool. gonna be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I I love that gears and gasoline video that got uh, released on uh, Saturday or something. Uh, I think you put a Abe, you put an article up on Tracktuned about it, but uh, or a post on Tracktuned on Facebook. Uh, but with all the domestic cars of grid life and their cool noises and driving back roads and it was raining here when I watched it and I was like, man, uh, I can't go drive anymore because it's raining and my car doesn't have windows and it's a, <laughs> but man, that video made me happy. And I think people oh, yeah, should I, watch I really it. like Luke was in. I yeah, really yeah. like that. Um, sometimes they like change it up just a little bit and they like, they focus on sounds, right? Yeah. Like, in the, some of the detail videos, it's just like, you know, doing this job or doing that job. Or if like there were one time they went to Fortune Auto, I think, and they just like just recorded the sounds of people putting stuff together. I mean, it was kind of neat. It's just different. No, they do. I mean, everything they do, they do a good job. But I really do appreciate some of the some of the unique videos like the just the exhaust noises. Like last Saturday, that video made me so happy. Like it literally changed my day. It was like the best part of my day. We need some until the until the Lambo doors arrived. We need <laughs> Lambo doors. We need some uh, GLTC videos that are more like recap style, that uh, that highlight the passes and tell the story of the race instead of just like shots. You know. Yeah, uh, I mean, kind of the plan. Uh, the the even the time attack stuff like those videos for the past couple of years. Like those videos aren't free. Like they're expensive to produce. Uh, and, and some of the, like, especially as we're facing like a, kind of a, maybe a, a potentially tough year financially, like we're, we're looking at like how, what's the best way to make cool stuff and not do it for a gajillion dollars. But, uh, uh, some of that stuff might need to be stuff that we make. Like literally we make ourselves too. So well, let's um, not get crazy. Uh, well, I mean, I, I mean, we meaning not like Derek, but like uh, <laughs> uh, maybe maybe we don't outsource like professionals, but maybe we maybe like Chris and I and some buddies and like we figure out how to edit videos a little bit more. And, Dutch that'd garage. Be cool. um, yeah, Chris has had this like he's had a bunch of like every one of us that like has, has a uh, has like a place in grid life like uh, Abe and myself like Chris has an idea for like a YouTube series with uh, like Abe's YouTube series is like uh, ask the doctor or the doctor is in or something <laughs> and mine is Dutch garage and Chris wants to make these things we just need to like do them you know but uh, yeah. So. so the 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 idea behind Dutch Garage, Derek, is just Adam starts filming every anytime he tries to do a car mod on the cheap to figure out what the, the cheapest way possible to get something done. Yeah, it's freaking Dutch Garage. It, well, literally, it's like everything I do because I uh, I rarely <laughs> I rarely like buy the right thing and do it correctly. <laughs> is that a are, are Dutch people cheap? Is that a thing? That's a real big thing, yeah. Oh, okay. I wasn't. I wasn't but, aware. But the, un, unlike unlike calling like a, a a Jewish person cheap, like they get nowadays they get offended. Like Dutch people, like my dumbass, like we're proud of it. We're like, yeah, did you see that shit that I did? Unbelievable, right? <laughs> uh, yeah. So I uh, don't mean to offend any Jewish people. I don't think that you're the you're only cheap. person I, I know that's, that's Dutch that I know that's Dutch. Like I probably know uh, someone else that's Dutch, but I'm not think aware of, of it. Think of all your friends that are eight and a half feet tall. They're probably Dutch. Uh, mm. I'm actually or German. I'm actually, German people are tall too. Yeah, I'm actually. Uh, let me think. I am one 
quarter or one half German. I can't remember. But Texas has uh, a lot of German German immigration. Yeah, uh, every like everywhere does. If if you look in like any state, there's like a German town usually. Yeah, too. yeah. We, we ours is uh, New Braunfels. My parents live there. Yeah, that sounds uh, super German. It so. is. Very Isn't German. that where your tuner shop is too? Uh, yeah, it's around there. It's like yeah. outside, and he's and he's in a real small town outside of that. The uh, yeah, the Germans they uh, they go someplace and they seem to hang out with each other too. They Dude. kind of congregate in one spot. So if it wasn't you, you for say that and you're you're a Dutchman living in a town called South Holland with oh, all your Dutch friends. <laughs> well, there's it's some Dutch friends still. <laughs> uh, if it wasn't I, for the bat flu, I would be on my way right now to Kentucky. It's the beer flu, dude. Beer flu. We got I this from the, the corona. Flu. Yeah, we got this from Eric Cattell's favorite drink. Uh yeah. Let's play. Do you him. see Eric Cattell's yeah. mustache? Oh yeah, it's yeah, super it's, it's super metal. I love it. How, how's your mustache? Hot, how's your I mean, mustache mine, going? Mine's doing all right. Yeah, is Ashley still uh, getting with that, or is she like shut that uh, all down because of the stuff? No, she's not excited about it at all. <laughs> it's uh, it's what I do to make sure my wife and I maintain social distance. Oh, that's true. That's true. I thought. Can you can you grow yeah. some? Can you grow some like handlebar, like some chops? Oh uh, man, yeah. Could you look like one of those dudes that rides the big front wheel bicycle? <laughs> Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, man. We'll see how this goes. Either, we need to add some or, whimsy. Or, Get or some I whimsy like, up in here. I see like some Hulk Hogan uh, facial hair going on. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah, brother. <laughs> Sounds great, dude. I, yeah, we. I, I want to be able to tug on Abe's mustache if I'm mad at him this year. <laughs> oh, man. Can you imagine like just being able to grab a hold of that? Grab a hold of that thing and like pull Abe aside. <laughs> <laughs> Abe, I am super disappointed in your productivity right now. <laughs> what? What is? Yeah. Sorry, I uh, I lost track. What is? What is Gary's catchphrase? Uh, I don't know. I've had too much weeded bourbon. What? <laughs> uh, Gary's got a lot of catchphrases. Um, mm, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Why is it on the tip of my tongue and it's not coming out of my mouth? I don't know. We need Sean. Where's Sean Fenton when you need him? <laughs> we should call Sean. So I, Sean? I don't think many people. I don't think many people know Sean and Sean behind like a lot of the things that happen at Gridlife. Yeah, but he is among the funnier people that I know. I like Sean. Sean yeah, is, we should, he's very likable. We should probably do a show with Sean too. But. Sean reminds me of a skateboarder. Yeah, he's he's a little bit uh, he's a little bit skateboardery. I like like he would be I, a I like pro that aspect of him too. Yeah. I, I like that uh, in the Gridlife ES series, his uh, his what's the, the what's handle? the name on Xbox? Your handle, your handle. His is Sean is angry. He's usually a little bit angry. Some of the calls <laughs> that we had today with him, like Sean is so annoyed at the coronavirus. Like <laughs> he's so like Chris and I, we talk and like Chris and I have uh, we have like we've had. Like we got twenty years of like relationship where it's like, yeah, I understand where Chris is coming from. He understands where I'm coming from, and we can like try to build up on each other's strengths. And it's a pretty good like partnership. And then we bring Sean into the call, and Sean's so freaking mad about everything, and it makes me <laughs> it makes me so like we're afraid to talk to Sean because Sean will be angry <laughs> because Sean is angry. <laughs> so, yeah. 
So that's uh yeah, that it's a very relevant relevant screen I'm name right now. Pretty angry. I miss race cars and my friends. It's so weird to have my race car. My race car's just all together. It's usually like yeah. in some state of disrepair, like getting it together before the event, but I just got it together like last week for this event that's now and it's not anymore. And now it's just together, ready for the next one for who knows right. when. <laughs> yeah, my I'm I'm right next to my car. And my car is like it's clean. It's like ready to go on like, the trailer. It's literally ready to go on the trailer right now. And it's just like, I guess I'll go drive some woods and like maybe break it. Like maybe I'll go drive a <laughs> drive somewhere, I think, maybe. Uh it's a strange thing, man. I Man, I did like driving it though. It was really fun to cruise. It was really fun. It it was like it brought me so much joy that I missed. Like I haven't you, I haven't had that joy. Since you don't have video, can you do some sounds? Like what's it sound like? Sounds like a freaking Honda Civic, but it's no, really clean. Do, use your mouth. Use your no. use your sounds. Not. Is it like what's it like? Well, there's a little bit of blower noise, but it's it's got a three inch exhaust for a one point five liter, which is excessive. Uh, and it's a one of the one of the more interesting things about the the car is I built an aluminum exhaust with like steel with obviously it's a steel header uh, and a flex section and then a steel muffler um, with V bands to the aluminum. But the aluminum exhaust gives it kind of a, a different tone. But it's so big, like the exhaust is way too big. Uh, but it also kind of creates a little bit more of like a flat tone, uh, so it's it. I, I do need to record like some uh, some cell phone video of it. Um, yeah, if you can record some decent audio, I wish you would have recorded something at the dyno. We would have put that on like the transitions uh, I, or like. Dude, does, does I've the got hatch some. open? Does the like the glass open on the hatch? Uh, no, but the glass opens on the back side windows until I change it with Lexan. But I think I've came up with a way to make the Lexan Dude, do that. What if also? you took your yeah. What if you took your Zoom recorder and your mic and like wedged it in between the glass back there? Oh yeah, no, I could totally do that. I would just like gaffer tape the zoom recorder to the spoiler or something. Yes, that would be awesome. That that's my that's my plan is to because because when I drove it, you were like, "Hey, can you get YouTube or can you get uh, GoPro footage of that?" I'm like, "Yeah, I totally can do that." And then I realized I gave my GoPros to someone, and I don't know who it was. Uh, I've decided that I'm spending some of my stimulus money on a smarty cam, and I'm very excited. I have a smarty cam too that I found on the side of the racetrack and never found the owner for. I wonder if it works. I should try that. Oh, dude, they're expensive. Like it probably does work. You need your it's so, a, it's you need like a, a solo to work work with it. But it's like a bullet. I think it's a smarty cam. It's like like a it's shaped like a Harbor Freight flashlight, like a one inch flashlight. Um, yeah, but uh, it would have to have something else that goes with it. Like a, it, if it was a smarty cam, it would have the bullet, and then it would have like a box. Okay, I'll I'll take a picture of it and maybe you can help me identify what okay, it is. Okay, the one that I'm getting is looks like a GoPro. It's like just one square, but they also okay. have one that looks kind of like a really small zoom recorder, and it has the has the bullet cam that like has like a couple inch cord, and the bullet cam hangs off of it. I've got a dash cam also, and I might just record a video with that. Like it's literally like a you know a, it's a dash cam. Like you add power yeah. to it and it starts recording. Um, I'm just excited about I, the Smarty Cam that. because I have I have the aim dash in my car so I can have all my data on the video and watch yeah. it after like qualifying and stuff. Pretty cool. Makes sense, especially with your uh, with your cool dash with all your yeah. with all your datas. Yeah. Um well, it's 11:30 and I'm tired. Do you guys want to uh 
Do you want to uh, say parting words and uh, bid farewells? Bye, friends. I think we yeah. should thank our partners. Thanks, uh, partners. Yeah, I, I really, uh, I really do appreciate the Patreon subscribers and the partners and stuff. Uh, Abe, Dude, we have so many, partners? so many Patreon people now. I didn't never so cool. know. <laughs> I didn't never. <laughs> I expect. never thought it would actually be a thing. <laughs> thought it would be ten dollars. <laughs> I love how they come to my email because it makes me so excited every time I see it. Um, I don't even know where we're at with Patreon subscribers, but it is helping us pay uh, more than right we now. Deserve. We're gonna give. Yeah, we're going to give a few bucks a month to Austin to pay back like past debts of like the website and stuff. And then uh, we're buying Abe some things like a cool cool board, board and stuff. And if we can ever like my first my first journey that I want to do with it uh is going to be freaking uh it's going to be epic. Man, Gary has the Rolodex of all time. Um and there most of them are in like Atlanta and Florida area. And it's like it's everybody that's awesome. I want to go down and hang out with Gary first. So uh, <clears throat> my my voice is starting to die. I said airier, my voice cracked. <laughs> but uh, I think we do need to go down and see Gary sometime. I this think that's fall a good idea. Or, yeah, like go just go just go hang out with as many rad old motorsports dudes from IMSA and then in the eighties uh, as we can. So. Um, so we should also thank uh, the three uh, ad partners for Slip Angle, which are yeah. Apex Pro, um, and we think that they are awesome. And I've been Apex going to a lot of, yep. I've been going to a lot of Andrew's webinars. I think they're really valuable. And Slip Angle listeners can enter a coupon code Slip Angle in the purchase of any one of Andrew's webinars and gets like a 30% discount. So I think that's a solid deal. Um, we've also got uh, FCP Euro. I've talked about them on the podcast before. Uh, they offer a really cool lifetime guarantee on all their stuff, which we really believe in and also nine lives racing. So um, please support those guys. Uh, I think this is a challenging time for everybody. And if you've got, parts that need to be purchased please support those uh partners because they support us yeah and they're all small businesses and they could also <clears throat> they could also use uh they could use the love on social media and uh you need parts and they can help you out so uh derek's got one of them johnny wangs one of them nine hell yeah wangs. i got a nine so. lives wing on the old a57 machine yeah man but um, helped us, uh, now we helped us get third at coda overall that's right, man. Got that podium with that cool trophy. Best trophy we ever had, right? Mm -hmm. I know yeah. I have the right so. wing because Kuto, Kuto always tells me it's too big and my end plates are too big, so I know I know I got it right. Yeah. <laughs> well, you can kind of dis you can disregard about two thirds of what he says because most of what he says is in his own best interest because he's a racer. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 All right, buddies. Uh, I'm going to go to bed, and I'm going to go build some sneeze guards in the morning and socially distance some uh, other shoot. people from other people. So. All right, man. We'll, uh, we'll right. talk to you guys soon. Thanks, Later, everybody. Thanks for listening, and thanks uh, thanks again to the Patreon subscribers. Any small businesses, if you would love some shout-outs uh, on the podcast, if we can maybe connect you with some new customers, uh, shoot us an email, uh, adam at tracktuned.com, abe at tracktuned.com. So. We'll talk to you guys soon. See you later, buddies. Later.
Slip Angle was created by Austin Cabot and Adam Jubay, co-hosted by Derek Yarbrough and production by Abram Schmucker, who mixes all of our terrible audio. If you like the show, please rate us and review us on iTunes and come and find us in the pits at Gridlife to say hello. Thank you.